From the stock market floor to your laptop, we are Voice America Business. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler show you what it takes to become a top 10% performer in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers co-hosted by Dr. Kathy Greenberg we have on the line, and I'm Dr. Riley Nadler. Kathy and I are your leadership development coaches, and between us, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And in today's show, we have Ken Shelton on the line. Let me tell you a little bit about Ken. He is the founder of Leadership Excellence. Many of you have probably have uh, read that. It's a 25-year-old leadership development and publishing firm that features three monthly magazines, the best in values-based management and principle-centered leadership tools and templates. You may uh, already be familiar with two of Ken's top magazines, Executive Excellence and Personal Excellence, which appear on the desks of global companies, CEOs, and human performance executives worldwide. Today we'll talk about, to Ken about both the subject of publishing on the subject of leadership and how companies can influence their associates through innovative articles and publications on the subject as as well. And I want to bring on and say hi to uh, my co-host that I'm pleased to be with. Kathy, how are you doing? I'm great, and uh, it's wonderful to hear everyone's voice here in the uh, the new year of 2009. And this is one of a series of shows that we'll be doing on the subject of leadership development. And uh, we're delighted to have Ken Shelton with us today. Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Ken. And before we, we bring you on and, and ask you a series of, of questions, we want to just talk about um, some of the, the evidence-based uh, practices and research that we always like to talk about on these shows. And why we talk about leaders, and Ken, you've been doing this for your whole career. As you know, leaders have anywhere between 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. And we like to say that the leader is the emotional thermostat for the team. And the more that you can get your leaders into the top 10%, the more productive they're going to be. As a matter of fact, leaders in the top 10% produce twice as much revenue to the organization as managers in the 11th through the 89th percentile. And both Kathy and I are certified executive coaches, and, and we know that when you add coaching to training. Training is always important in organizations, and you can get about a 22% increase in productivity. But when you can add coaching to it, it, it can get a bump of about 88% productivity. And hopefully on these um, interviews and talking with some of our experts that we have on the line, if you can get a few micro-initiatives, small things that you can do differently, um, that's what we're looking for. And if you want more information about... Um, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, her website is www.h2cleadership.com for her happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. And if you're interested in more information about me, Dr. Relly Nadler, my website is www.truenorthleadership for some free emotional intelligence assessments, books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching uh, boot camp. And Kathy, you wanted to... Uh, 
let our listeners know maybe a little bit about what some of our shows are about? Yeah, I really um, am very excited to share each and every week uh, with our audience all about some of the facts that people probably don't know about what leaders need to do to be the heartbeat of their organization. You know, most leaders really do underestimate just how much influence they have over others. And as a result, as you know, they will underperform. And those of you who are listening, you can actually do some very small things, very small things differently, which can really improve your performance and your organization's performance. So in all of our programs, we pick a subject, like today we're going to talk about leadership excellence and how to create an environment where people want to learn um, and use publications like those created by Ken Shelton and his company to be able to develop more leaders in your organization. We like to talk about what happy companies know about performance, what emotional intelligence can do uh, in concert with positive psychology strategies. We also like to offer you information on the brain and neuroscience contributions to top performance. We also like to help you understand strategies for managing yourself and your boss, plus many more tools and tips in every show. So we hope you're going to be very pleased with uh, hearing today from Ken Shelton. So let me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. He is, as we said, the founder of Leadership Excellence. He is also the author of Beyond Counterfeit Leadership, Real Success, One-on-One with Stephen Covey. And um, he's also served as a writer-editor for Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and Principle-Centered Leadership. He's also written Walk the Talk with Eric Harvey, Managing People is Like Herding Cats, and Old Dogs, New Tricks with Warren Bennis. He's also been responsible for working with Ken Blanchard on Catch People Doing Something Right. And he's also written many, many articles and, boy, I guess over a 1,000 articles and interviews and commentaries um, in his lifetime. And he has reviewed a variety of books and publications for business throughout his career. He is um, one of those special people in the world who has found his way into the hearts of business executives and human performance professionals through both his literary work and actually as a speaker. Uh, Ken travels the world and has been interviewed by, oh gosh, Inc., Harvard Business Review, Business Week, Fortune, Forbes, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, uh, Working Women, of course, which is a special uh, place in my heart uh, for, for me, uh, Success and Bottom Line magazines. He's also been featured on dozens of radio and television programs like ours worldwide. Ken and his wife, Pam, uh, are the parents of three sons and grandparents of, I guess, an amazing granddaughter with, uh, I guess, more to come. So, Ken, thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you, Kathy. We, um, we have met a couple of times uh, at the Linkage Conferences over the years, and Ken has been kind enough to uh, agree to come on and talk to us not only about what it's like to be a publisher, a literary agent, and someone specializing in personal development, but for those of you who are listening today and who have thought about writing an article or have thought about how you might even contribute an article, we would like you to listen in and hear more about how Ken can share his success and expertise to help you be your best. So 
Let's just start off with a, um, just a question about you, Ken. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to work in the field of publishing and now leadership and organization development. Well, thanks, Kathy, and it's great to be with you and really on this, uh, this uh, great program. Yeah, I started, uh, gosh, some 30 years ago, having had four years in aerospace and experienced um, what you experience in any aerospace uh, company, and that is uh, a lot of what I came to call counterfeit leadership or simply bad leadership. And you've cited the difference in results. You have all the stats that uh, verify the, the immense polar differences uh, from good to bad, from cold to hot, I guess you have your own thermostat. Is that what you call it, Kathy? The emotional thermostat, yes. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but right now it's about two degrees where I am, so uh, <laughs> anything that can warm you up, <laughs> that's all the better. So I had a personal experience, and, uh, and then, uh, again, four years at a university where I was uh, named University Editor of the Year and was fired for it. Mm. So you learn that... Uh, Simply achieving isn't necessarily uh, the route to success, and, and many great achievers, great performers, often are almost penalized for that. Uh, yeah, could you just kind of tell us a little bit more about what, what that really means? You got fired for being successful. Well, uh, you know, I'm not alone in this, certainly. There are countless examples of peak performers who get fired and when your environment is not a performance-based environment, your culture is not based on peak performance but something else, often social and political criteria that aren't um, clear at the beginning, then people get fired for peak performance. Uh, you know, that's, that's fairly common in counterfeit systems. So it really uh, sprang from that personal experience. Uh, and then when I met up with Covey in 83, uh, teamed with him on Seven Habits and Principle-Centered Leadership and launched uh, Leadership Excellence magazine 20, those 25 years ago, uh, we decided from the get-go we would, we would make it an open forum, uh, not simply a, a PR piece for Covey and Blanchard and, and Tom Peters and the other people we had on in the beginning. So we've We've uh, published in the, the common good, if you will, to have an open forum of best thinking on leadership and leadership development. That's so great. That's how, so, I, that's how I got into this gig. Okay. <laughs> and you've been continuing and, and quite prolific. I mean, so not only uh, uh, as the editor, but also you know writing uh, quite a lot on your own. And one of the questions, Ken, that we, we love to ask folks is, Who's been the most influential people to you, either as a teacher on the subject of leadership, or you know, or has been a, you know, profound influence as you being a leader? Well, I've been the uh, fortunate student, uh, really, of, of all the great minds in leadership. As I mentioned, our initial contributing editors included Covey, Blanchard, Peters, Bennis, Sangi, all those uh, Cantor, uh, uh, all those top minds of the mid '80s. And from there, we've had some 5,000 contributing authors over the years, and uh, including, uh, you know, those those best-selling authors uh, like Jim Collins and Gary Hamill, and and, and brilliant minds. So uh, I've been the fortunate student of all those people, and every week uh, immerse myself in their ideas as I edit their articles. And uh, having done this 25 years, a little bit of that seeps in. So I get asked to speak and write on various topics and comment on, on uh, current issues. 
You know, as you're talking and um, I'm thinking here about many of our listeners, I know that um, almost, oh gosh, I'd say probably over 99% um, have thought about, you know, how they may want to get started in writing something about leadership. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you um, kind of created uh, this forum, Executive Excellence and Personal Excellence, and and maybe um, how you or why you first introduced these ideas as uh, different but complementary media? Sure. Yeah, I think the uh, the expression of your ideas is central to leadership. The, uh, in fact, in my book um, on on uh, how you can become a more authentic leader, the the essence or the root word of of authentic is author. Uh, you you author something that's uh, original to you, that comes out of your heart and soul and mind. So uh, I've always felt that expressing ideas was part of leadership, and and part of my definition of counterfeit leadership is leaders who really have nothing original to contribute. They're they're simply puppets in a system. They they may be good system men or company men, uh, and yet they they have nothing original to them. And that's often found out at a very uh, early stage, and they they may attempt to cover that up. But yeah, publishing is is central to um, to authentic leadership. Maybe not in the in a sense of authoring a book, but the dissemination of the ideas, the broadcasting of ideas uh, for the or uh, influence, and I know that's part of your idea on leadership. Well, what we're going to do is take a quick break, so don't lose your train of thought, Ken. We're going to come back on that comment. You're listening to Leadership Development News, and we're talking to Ken Shelton, so come right back. Bottom line in business, Voice America Business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a twig set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreddylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors 
cried the second. I opened at the bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadilocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Homeowners, real estate investors, bankers, listen up and tune in to Finance, Foreclosures, and Foresight, the show that breaks it all down and gives it to you straight. Are you at risk of foreclosure? Interested in buying a foreclosed property? Mark Bull has the answers to the questions you might forget to ask. Finance, Foreclosures, and Foresight broadcast live on the Voice America Business Channel, Monday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific. You can't afford not to tune in. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of, uh, of Top Leaders. Today we're talking with Ken Shelton. And, Ken, before the break, we were talking about um, executive excellence that's been going on for 25 years. Maybe uh, tell us how long has personal excellence been going on. And just for people who don't have them, I first, I guess, got exposed to executive excellence and then also uh, around the same time personal excellence. What's the difference and how long has personal excellence been going on? Uh, we launched 15 years ago a personal excellence uh, because we felt the need, and, and I think anyone who reads the news can see this, unless there's development on the personal side of your life to balance and complement the development as you as an organizational leader, you tend to get a tilt. And uh, those manifestations include the kind of things you read in the news. So we actually begin with a concept we call body leadership, the leadership of your body, and then more of a whole life leadership, and then team leadership and organizational leadership. So we, we start with the idea that unless you're leading your life, it's hard to lead others in a team or organization. Mm-hmm. When but, you are looking at potential, um, I want to say kind of uh, articles, and um, you look at the audience that you have to share with, how, how can you tell what your reading audience wants to know about and how do you know where to place those articles in terms of the executive excellence publication or the personal excellence publication? Well, we're different than a typical newsstand magazine in, in many regards. We, uh, we have tried to transcend the medium of a magazine to the point that you don't read the magazine simply for the entertainment value or even capturing a few good ideas. Uh, Our magazines each have seven dimensions to them, and within those seven dimensions, various sub-dimensions. For example, you mentioned personal excellence. The seven dimensions of personal excellence include the physical and mental and professional and social, emotional, and 
and financial uh, dimensions and, and various sub-dimensions. So uh, articles we prospect or receive unsolicited must fit within those those seven dimensions. It's it's more or less a, f- a template or, or format that we uh, we started some 25 years ago. So uh, those pretty much fit uh, a universal need. It's it's like a skeleton key. We we pretty much know those are those are uh, natural dimensions of uh, development. So that's uh, how we determine. And, and if the article fits more on the personal side of your life, we run it in personal excellence. If it, if it regards more team and organizational, it runs in leadership excellence. One of the follow-up questions, Ken, that I had, uh, given you've been doing this for so long, what would you say uh, is the formula for a great article? And one of the things I especially appreciate about yours is that at the end of every article, there's action steps, that, you know, for people to take. But what would you say, you know, if you had to say to our people listening, or um, what's the formula for a great article? Well, it starts often with a, a personality who has a unique perspective. Uh, it's simply not repeating uh, ideas that are out there that are fairly common. It it often starts with who you are and, and what is your unique gift to the world. What what point of view do you have to share? Uh, so that I'm always looking for that to start with, and, and then whatever is said uh, really comes from that point of view. So yeah, you're looking for something original in the style, in the content, in the, in the flavor of it, and uh, and then hopefully you have uh, some some action items of you, as you call them, uh, something you can really run with at, at the end of that article. And if, if if it isn't built into the article, we'll often add it mm-hmm. so that the reader has something to take away immediately and start doing. And beyond just mentioning an action item, we supply templates or tools to help people apply ideas to their life and their work. When you are looking at what kinds of things to publish and you're looking at the readership, what trends have you seen in the field, if any, that have helped give you some idea about what people might want to read about in the future. Uh, and, and, you know, it looks like from hindsight, if you're looking at articles you've published in the past, um, can you see any trends? Uh, yeah, and, and as you know, Kathy, this field has grown so much in the past two decades uh, I dare say there is there are as many books on leadership being published in one year as there were in the past decade now. So it's really hard to find anything that's truly unique unique that hasn't been said before or published yeah. before. Uh, in terms of trends, uh, what I see going forward is uh, certainly you have to take context into account. And when you have a, a deep recession, if you aren't treating leadership topics within a a reality of, of the economy, then I think you're missing the boat. Uh, leaders simply can't coast along on cruise control like they might have in the past. This this is a whole different ball game we're in, Kathy, and it requires a different kind of leadership, a leadership that's much more connected to not just financial realities, but the uh, the performance realities that have to go along with that to to um, to compete uh, on a on a world class level. 
You were talking about the word, and really, I don't know if it kind of struck you, um, but it struck me, counterfeit leadership. And I wanted to come back to that since you mentioned it, so I, I don't mean to interrupt our flow of conversation, but, you know, this if we talk about trends or what the future holds and you're talking about being more authentic and, and being in tune, can you talk a little bit more about this counterfeit leadership concept and where did it come from? Well, it's it's original to me back in the uh, mid-'90s. In fact, before that, really starting in, in the late-'80s. Um, I, I, You know, when you're in this field, Kathy, and you're, you're promoting leadership excellence, you have to you have to deal with the downside. If you're not dealing with the the counterfeit side of the coin, then you're simply a public relations publication, and that's not what we are. We're we go after the worst leaders, and we have criteria for defining. We have simple tests. Uh, let me give you just a, a couple simple examples. Um, one test of uh, authentic versus counterfeit leadership is simply to ask. Do they meet the three uh, 3M criteria? And the three M's are mission. Uh, do they have a noble mission? Motive. What is the motive for their pursuing the mission? And means. What means are they using to accomplish the mission? And if those three M's aren't in alignment, you have some degree of counterfeit. A second simple test is what I call Mother Nature, Father Time. Are these leaders operating in harmony with natural laws and principles? If they aren't, they're working against Mother Nature, and they're not going to win that. Mother Nature simply been around too long, knows too much, has too much wisdom. And so if your processes and systems and style and uh, are out of harmony with natural laws and principles, then Mother Nature uh, is where you're working against Mother Nature. And on Father Time... How well does it pass the test of time? This is Jim Collins' built-to-last idea. Uh, how sustainable is this operation or this idea or this initiative or this project or product? Uh, will it stand the test of time? So when you apply a simple uh, test like this, you can fairly quickly ferret out the counterfeit leaders. You know, one of the things uh, I'm thinking about, Ken, as you're, as you're speaking, I'm trying to put my, myself in the mind of people listening, if they think their their boss is a counterfeit leader, you know, and, and I think as you talked about mission, um, means. motive, means, many times it may be the means, you know, I'm, I guess any one of those three, but let's say it's the means are out of alignment. What Any thoughts, suggestions, what would someone do if they say, yeah, my boss is counterfeit and, and I'm being subject to this, going back to what we said earlier, the leader is the emotional thermostat, meaning that they have so much influence over their team. Any um, thoughts, suggestions for someone listening if their boss is counterfeit? What do you do about it? Well, uh, it's not enough to simply be critical. In fact, that's the last thing I'd recommend. you. Uh, and it's easy to criticize any boss, any right. leader. Uh, anybody who has visibility and accountability is easy to, to take a shot at. Uh, but but I would say that if their means are counterfeit, typically their motives are too, because the means spring from motives. Mm -hmm. Typically, the leader is justifying uh, means as on the basis of their mission. Uh, the mission justifies the means. So if you have a noble mission, and, and even Hitler had a noble mission, uh, and virtually any means are justified. Mm -hmm. So you really have to look at motive. Uh, to, to get the balance there. 
but if, for example, uh, your typical mains are, are rape, pillage, and plunder, you know, obviously you've got a problem. <laughs> and uh, if your boss is using counterfeit mains to accomplish what he considers noble ends and therefore believes he is totally justified in those, uh, in those means, you really have to uh, have some feedback system, and I know this is part of your coaching, where they're getting objective feedback saying, hey, this, this won't fly over time. This, we can't sustain operations with these kinds of means. Our employees won't put up with it. Our customers won't put up with it. And when they get enough objective external feedback, they're often forced to change. Okay, good. That's, that's, and I think you're referring to some of the 360 feedback. Yeah. Every organization has different kind of assessments, organizational assessments. Nobody likes negative feedback, but if it's, I guess if it's positioned well, some of these folks who have these counterfeit behaviors may be able to do something about it. Yeah, and I know Kathy and I both uh, like Marshall Goldsmith's feed-forward idea as, mm-hmm. a, as a better alternative than feedback because right. there's nothing your boss can do about the past. So as you look together toward a better future, and especially if the request for improvement comes from the boss himself or herself, then it's easy to, to make those suggestions in that context of mutual improvement. We know that um, a lot of people in uh, organizations can fall prey to to get you know to being stagnant, and um, one of the things that I know your publication helps many of us do is bring new thinking to the surface. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you do that and how you engage the the minds and hearts of your readers? Yeah, again, we're we're trying to transcend the medium of a magazine. I was recently a, a finalist in a um, in a, a selection of a new editor for Harvard Business Review, and I think the reason I was a strong candidate is is I'm simply not content anymore with publishing more stuff to read. Uh, stuff often spelled S-H-I, <laughs> you know, blank. Mm-hmm. So people don't want simply more stuff to read, even if it is stimulating. What they want is, is content that comes within a context of their development plan so that, in effect, you put them in the position of being their own editor where they can select content that has higher relevance to what their development goals are, and then they want to read it. They need to read it. And they will apply those ideas because they have high relevance to their development uh, goals. So you, can you talk about high relevance for where they want to go for the development plan? But it also sounds like uh, you have a, a lot of different uh, authors and contributors, so they have a, a lot of areas to select from that may really fit and meet for what their development issues are. Sure. Yeah, let's say that, for example, you have a a problem with employee engagement. And so in our, the way we work our publishing, it's not simply enough to put a couple of articles on how to boost employee engagement. Uh, we, we put those in there to stimulate your thinking, but then you have access to our entire archive of 25 years and over 6,000 articles. So if you hit the keyword engagement, mm. you may download as many as 75 articles from the best minds in the field on how to boost engagement. And now it's a question of, okay, what key ideas do I want to select from that and then put in practice? And it's always, of course, the application where you get the exponential value of those ideas. When you are um, 
trying to help people uh, to understand what they're doing. I know uh, our our audience would love to know how you pick the people to write these publications for you. So we're going to take a quick break. This is Leadership Development News. We're going to be right back talking to Ken Shelton. So hold that thought and don't go away. Bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Before every word, there is a thought. Before every action, there is a thought. If everything starts with a leader, what happens when leaders around the world start to think and do things differently? I'm thinking the world will change. Evolve the leader. Evolve the company. Change the world. Join Susan Kavanaugh for Summit Speak. All Leaders Rise. Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Adding fractions is nothing. For real? Look, these are denominators. You multiply this one so that it's the same as that, then you add them up. Hey, that's easy. Charles Bennett dreamed of returning to the old neighborhood as a teacher. But without money for college, only half of his dream came true. He's back in the old neighborhood. Well, enough math. I got to deliver these sandwiches. Please support the United Negro College Fund. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. A message from the UNCF and the Ad Council. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Ken Shelton. And before the break, Ken, uh, Kathy was asking questions just about how do you pick people to uh, be contributors you know, for both personal excellence and executive excellence. And so let's just uh, start with that. You know, what, what is it that you're looking for and, what it, and, and how do you pick these folks? Well, we engage in what I call proactive prospecting. Uh, you know, the last thing you want to do as an editor of a, a magazine is just sit back and, and wait for the mail or email to come in and select from articles that are sent unsolicited, often by uh, authors or PR agents. 
we identify, we have a weekly meeting and, and say who's in the news, who's hot, who's not, mm-hmm. who, uh, who has some fresh thinking out there, and we go after them. So from the president on down, we've run already uh, five articles by Barack Obama before he even takes office, um, I think six articles by John McCain. Uh, so we, it's leaders across the field. It's not just business. It's, it's politics. It's nonprofit. It's uh, for-profit business. Uh, all kinds of organizations. And we look for a good mix with um, uh, practicing leaders, people who have real jobs and real responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we proactively go after those leaders. And then uh, the thought leaders in the field, often who are independent consultants, uh, trainers, coaches, speakers, authors. And then also we look for a mix of the best thinking come out of, coming out of the best universities. When you uh, put together Leadership Excellence, I noticed that you co-brand with, uh, with Warren Bennis, as I'm looking at one of the covers of your magazine. Right. Can you talk a little bit about your relationship with, uh, with Warren and how that has uh, come to pass? Well, Warren Bennis is really the dean of the leadership field, uh, not only by virtue of his age, now kind of the, the World War II veteran, 84-year-old uh, professor and dean of uh, schools of management now at USC and Harvard, but it's also his... Uh, let's say his Rolodex mind, he, he, he is very inclusive. He, he, he likes ideas and wants to be open to ideas from everyone, and that's why we adopted him as our namesake. Uh, he had been a contributing editor from the get-go anyway, so he's been with us 25 years, and we have over 150 articles. I think it's maybe upwards around 200 now, 200 articles we've published by him. And so uh, in, in many ways we regard him as um, the father of the field, uh, and you could say, well, what about Deming and Drucker and some of those other old dogs? But it, it's really um, Warren Bennis who opened up the field to to everyone, you know, beyond university professors, beyond uh, independent consultants. He has a very open mind, so that's why his name's on the magazine. You know, uh, Ken, thinking about uh, the people listening. Um, People from many different organizations. How can how can leaders uh, better use some of your publications, and you know, to help maybe uh, part of their development plan, or whether it's for either personal excellence or executive excellence. You know, what are some of the ways that you normally suggest to folks and organizations how to use uh, your publications? Well, we uh, promise and guarantee exponential ROI for a very modest investment. And so the way we like to work is simply to get you started on a very modest investment in excellence, as we call it, and uh, then expand um, circulation for enhanced influence. And often we make that virtually um, free, so it's very easy to to send PDFs, for example, or, or electronic editions of the magazine to virtually your entire network or post it on your intranet. And in that way, everyone in the organization has access to it. As I, as I say around here, I'm not in the business of developing leaders for some elite uh, club or team. We're about developing leaders at all levels. 
And that's our philosophy here, that everyone has elements of leadership within them that can be developed uh, for the improvement of their their own lives and their families and their organizations. So uh, we have a very inclusive model of leadership that uh, goes beyond uh, publishing for simply an elite club. By the way, it's the way it's the reason we changed our name. You you said we published Executive Excellence, and we did, but we changed our name later uh, to uh, Leadership Excellence, feeling that we're really not publishing simply for executives or so-called executives. Um, I hope you understand the difference. <laughs> sure, sure. No, well, absolutely. I think that's kind of what we end up talking about also, that leadership can be at, at every and any any level, whether or not you have people reporting to you or not, and that's what we're trying to help folks give them some of the tips and practices at any level. What are a few things they could do differently? Sure. Ken, I'm looking at the uh, announcement that you made uh, in your um, two, May 2008 issue on Big Speak. Can you talk a little bit about this, uh, I guess it's a revolutionary new partnership in excellence from Big Speak Speakers Bureau and Leadership Excellence Magazine. Yeah, well, we, we have requests often for those who appear in the magazine to uh, book them as speakers, and we don't want to handle that, so we partnered with Big Speak out of California, Santa Barbara, California, because that is their business. And then we formed a, a mutual alliance we called Leadership Excellence University, and uh, that's simply a resource center for people who want to uh, either hire a speaker or a trainer or coach um, for their leadership development. So well, you should be in there, uh, Kathy. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> the world is a small place. You know, I'm looking at this, and I noticed that the picture on here uh, is Jim Lur, and uh, we just got a confirmation from his office that he'll be with us in the near future on on this program as well, so it's uh, it's good the world is round. Yeah. Yes, and he's one of our top ten. I think he's rated number nine. We we rank and rate the top minds in leadership development, and you can find that on our website, leaderexcel.com. So if you go to leaderexcel.com, you'll find uh, our annual rankings of top uh, thought leaders as well as top programs and best practices in leadership development. Outstanding. Well, that's great, and uh, Kathy, I would agree that I'm on the big speak list and have done some stuff for them, and, and it sounds like, Ken, it's a, a great partnership you have with them because they've, they've got some of the top names, and, and so do you. So right. bringing those to organizations uh, is a great gift to folks. You know, it, it's leading me to ask the big question. Um, we know, obviously, that leaders can persuade followers um, through providing these kinds of publications and these these kinds of speaking opportunities um, for well-known leaders to come to their organizations and help their followers through these kinds of programs. And, you know, the kind of program you were just talking about, Ken, such as this um, excellence, Leadership Excellence University. But um, do you feel that organizations should provide these tools at their own cost or the associates or, as we know them, employees need to be responsible for them? Yeah, I favor mutual investment. Uh, even when I was a missionary, I didn't give away uh, free Bibles. <laughs> I made people pay for them. My my philosophy was if people didn't care enough to buy a, a, a book for a buck, they weren't going to read it. And so I, I think there should be some investment, not simply a, a seen as a perk or a privilege. You and I both, Kathy, have been to enough leadership, so-called leadership conferences where we've seen people... At, at high expense to their company, 
go there and not even take notes, uh, really have no intent to capture and apply ideas, well, that's just a waste of investment. So unless and until those people who are sent to programs are serious about their own development and perhaps share in the investment of that development, I don't think much is going to come from it. So with that, uh, Ken, then, you know, what tips w- would you give to our, our listeners you know, that uh, leaders uh, can do to apply some of these concepts? I mean, are there, uh, I know we talked about the action steps, and, you know, do you advocate that they get together and share that with partners? Um, you talked yeah, what about... we've done, uh, we've thought a lot about that question. And uh, what, we've done is, what we've done is create uh, templates that make it easy for you to improve your plan and make it easy to apply ideas. Those, again, are on LeaderExcel.com. So that's where well, they, they We're going to take a quick break. And uh, I want to make sure when we come back from the break that we give everyone contact information for how to get to you and Leadership Excellence. But uh, please come right back. This is Leadership Development News, and we're talking to Ken Shelton. The bottom line in business, Voice America Business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Dad, let's sing that bedtime song. Rock-a-bye, baby, by Newton's treetop. His first law of motion, make sure you won't stop. The same rules of physics apply to a ball. While gravity is a force that makes things fall. By the sixth grade, many girls lose interest in math and science. But it's never too early to set your daughter's future in motion. For some simple ideas, go to girlsgotech.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Girl Scouts of USA and Ad Council. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You're 
listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Ken Shelton with Leadership Excellence and Personal Excellence. Uh, and before the break, we were talking about, you know, things that people can do, you know, to um, bring this back to their organization. So, Ken, maybe you want to just kind of follow up on that. Yeah, I mentioned that we've created what we call the Leadership Excellence Guide, and yeah. this is brand new. It's really a template that helps you either create or improve your existing leadership development plan. Uh, certainly all developments should start with some kind of guide or plan or framework. Otherwise, it's really haphazard and so much waste involved in those investments. So we help you start with an intelligent plan, and then uh, every idea you receive is seen within the context of that development plan. And you have a sense whether to, to accept it, reject it, or apply it now. And that helps uh, decide what is most relevant to your development. When you were uh, talking a few minutes ago before the break, you gave us some websites. Um, I want to make sure that we give everyone the key websites to contact both you and the uh, the magazines for uh, any information they might want to to glean or um, perhaps become a member of your organization. Uh, what, what, what are those websites, Ken? Well, first, I'm an editor, so I, I do appreciate receiving articles and would invite anyone listening to uh, email me at Ken S, K-E-N-S, at EEP.com. So Ken S at EEP.com is my email, and send me, uh, you can email me articles. And uh, I've helped a lot of people, probably about 500 people get published uh, uh, acting as a literary agent, specializing in management leadership uh, books. So I may be able to help in that regard as well. And then, uh, again, there's a lot of information and free tools and uh, archives of articles on our website, leaderexcel.com. The other thing I'm interested in, Ken, uh, on leadershipexcel.com and I did see your your list is on the uh, the magazine also of the top uh, leadership consultants, and that you rated them. Say a little bit more about how you know what's that based on? What's the criteria, and how did you come up with that? Because I think that can be a great uh, service for folks. Well, we list the criteria. I think there are seven, but they include uh, you know their background, their education, their contributions to the field, uh, their publishing, their speaking, their consulting and coaching. So we we look at those seven criteria, and then decide who are the top dogs in the field. Uh, we do this as a service to people to really help distinguish the best uh, thought leaders in the field. And I, I know, Kathy, you're in our uh, Personal Excellence 100, the top uh, thought leaders in the field of uh, personal and professional development. Oh, thank you. I did not know that. Congratulations, <laughs> <didn't> know. Kathy. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good present. <laughs> So, yeah, we uh, we feel like that's uh, part of what we need to do. Again, when your name is Leadership Excellence, you should be the Bible of the leadership field. You should be defining who and what is excellent and who and what is counterfeit. And that's what we're about here. 
So maybe Ken, talk about a little bit uh, as we're coming to the close here. What are some of the things that are on the horizon for you uh, with your publications, or, or you personally? Do you have a, do you have another book that that you're working on? Yeah, always. We're working on. T- I typically do six books a year. Either I edit or co-author or facilitate those books, and I've got about six on the plate now. So I've got a full plate, and then uh, I write an article a, a week. So that's 52 articles, and um, I've got a full plate. So uh, we're excited about our new uh, Personal Excellence Archive. That's just coming out. We're all everything we published for 15 years on the personal. Uh, excellent side is is uh, now available in archive. Uh, again, some four thousand articles, so that's a great uh, resource. You know, one of the uh, questions uh, that I have, Kathy and I are working on a special show about just the leadership of Barack Obama, and wondering if there's some th- uh, thoughts that that you have that you've seen that that maybe stand out about him in particular. You know, compared to maybe other political candidates you've seen well you know Barack rocks he's uh he's <laughs> on a fast start and a, a fresh um, a fresh breath of air uh, especially given the the bush cheney administration so uh i think he's doing about everything right so far obviously we'll, we'll see how how he does over time but uh you know i i have great admiration for everything he's doing right now and including uh, who he's selecting and why and who he's releasing. He just released a cabinet member today, or a new, new person today for the right reasons. Uh, he's mm-hmm. under investigation for, uh, you know, helping people who contributed to his campaign in, in um, unethical ways. So, yeah, so far he's, uh, he's doing, doing all right. Well, we're very excited with uh, our new radio show for the new year. We will be featuring programs uh, like this one, to help people understand how to do and be their best as leaders. And we know that uh, certainly as the year progresses and uh, Barack Obama uh, demonstrates his leadership capabilities, that Relly and I will be uh, profiling him and Michelle Obama and talking regularly on the show about some of his star performance uh, character and profile uh, so that we can help Share those insights as you do in your publication uh, with listeners and readers. So what hopefully, I'm um, readers, what I'm reminding my readers, Kathy, is yeah? that uh, we can't let Barack try to do it alone. We all have to step up. We're uh, we're in a big mess right now, and we we each have to shoulder our own responsibility. Well, I think you have done an outstanding job uh, of continuing to keep the whole idea of crisis leadership and judgment. Uh, in the forefront of people's minds through all of your writings. And I know that you are very dedicated and very authentic in your pursuit uh, of making all of your readership aware of what they can do to be better, both personally and professionally. I know it's uh, it's had an impact on my life and my my writing and certainly my way of being. So um, thank you for that. I do want to uh, leave our, our audience uh, with one key thought from you, so what, what advice would you have, Ken, for our listening audience, uh, for those who want to be better leaders or those who want to be better writers? Well, habit one, I would say, be proactive. You know, really decide what you want to do and, and step out this year and step up and uh, go for it. You know, that's, that's habit one of the seven habits, mm-hmm. and, and without that proactivity, simply nothing much gets done. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you. 
one of the things that uh, Raleigh and I always try to propose uh, when we talk about things that leaders can do uh, is, uh, as Raleigh likes to say, being that thermostat. Well, if you don't step up and demonstrate that yourself, it's going to be very hard for others to follow you and to do it in a passionate and authentic way. Well, it's the essence of, of, of authentic leadership. It is action-oriented, performance-oriented. Well, okay? don't be surprised if you get inundated with articles. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's practicing their habit. Habit number one, be proactive. Yep. Um, you had mentioned that you do an article a week, and, and where is that if people are interested in? Is uh, is that in Leadership Excellence? Or? Yeah, I'm putting that on the website this year. Believe it or not, we haven't done that. There's a, there's a lot of articles about, uh, well, well over a 1,000. So uh, that will be up in the near future, uh, and you can have access to about a 1,000 Ken Shelton articles. Not even I will access those, So, if, <laughs> but they're <laughs> out there. <laughs> and is that also going to be on leadershipexcel.com? Uh, yeah, leaderexcel.com. Leaderexcel.com. I'm wanting, I'm right, the, the article I'm writing this week is called The Complete Leader, and I got that idea from a guy who has a website called The Complete Lawyer, huh. an idea that a lawyer should be more than simply an advocate, but a, a real person who has a complete, balanced life, and so uh, The Complete Leader, that's my topic this week. Love it. We all want to be the best we can be. We all wake up to a new day. We've actually all gotten up today with the hope that we'll learn something new, and we hope our listeners did today listening to Leadership Development News. Rally, you have uh, any uh, final thoughts here for Ken? Well, Ken, I, I really want to uh, thank you for for being uh, on the line. I, knowing from using um, Leadership Excellence, I've uh, shared that with people I coach, with organizations. Many of them have the subscriptions themselves. Uh, you've done a great job contributing, you know, just a uh, great wealth of, of resource. And so thanks for all your insights today. Thank you. Thanks to, to both of you. So thanks for is- listening. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you're leaving us today with some great ideas and inspiration from today's top leaders. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.